Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at Supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. It's lunchtime, which means it's crunch time on SEN. Brought to you by the extraordinary Isuzu MUX. Go your own way with the three-litre Isuzu. Brought to you by the Isuzu D-Max is born to live and we are born to rock and roll. It's rugby league, it's the SCG, we're ready to go. Have your say. You set the agenda. Give us a call, one 1170 Text 0457-736-736. You can tweet us at 1170SEN. However you're listening, we welcome you through 1170SEN in Sydney, 1620am on the Gulf through SEN, or your digital radio, perhaps via Brisbane on SENQ. You can listen via the app, or maybe you're listening belatedly via the podcast. Hello and welcome. We are off and racing. Round one of the National Rugby League on Thursday night. The Panthers, wow. 28 points to six. They were coined as a real spruik team, Manly, but they were put back in their box. Panthers, 28 to six. Manly got plenty of work to do. Yesterday, the first of two games, the Raiders, a big, big, brave victory. No Fogarty, no Rapinoe. 24 points to 19 after conceding the lead very late in the piece. A Moreland field goal. They bounce back, and I think both teams in for a great year. Jack White, and holy dooly, how good was he? He looked fit. I've never seen Jack White in that fit, that quick. He's in for a big, big year, the number six for the Canberra Raiders. And last night, it doesn't take long to get a big boil over. The Broncos, 11, South Sydney, 4. Kevy Walters, well, he wins with his son, Billy Walters, which means the last four games in the National Rugby League, the team has been won by a coach who has a kid in the squad. So that's the way that plays out. My two esteemed allies today joining me. Well, look at this. Both have decorated resumes. One highlighted by a premiership victory, 11 tests for Australia, seven origins for New South Wales, and now he is a rocking band member. The other, a leading actor on the world stage, having featured many shows, both on the big and the little screen, Game of Thrones, Avatar, just to name a couple, but what they both have in common, they are keeping the likes of John Grisham Honest, the authors, and I'm <laughs> pleased to say they're both here. Mr Spud Carroll, good afternoon. Right, great to be back. What about this stadium? Uh, the SCG, um, looking down there, just bring fond memories as a kid coming here watching grand finals on the hill and then uh, also watching cricket and I know it's been a week since we've lost the uh, great Shane Warne but she's we've seen him play great here. Plenty to talk about I have got my uh, newly appointed social media advisor here Brendan Cow. good <laughs> afternoon. G'day Joel, g'day Spud, great to be here at the SCG. I, my, my dad put me in as a member when I was two Did here, he? came through when I was 14 so it's like a second home to me this place. I love it, I love coming out here all five days of the test and mm. Um, and these, I'll miss it when the Roosters yeah. don't play here. Because I'll come out, you know, just quietly. I'm a reverse ScoMo who went from Bronte to Cronulla. I've gone <laughs> Cronulla. My second side is the Roosters yeah. now. And I just ran into Boyd Cordner downstairs. And I tell you what, that guy could walk onto the field today. Oh, He's looking yeah. tremendous. I heard the, you know what? Stupid me. So I was actually um, coming to this ground and I... 
the car goes past, this black car. And I thought, oh, that's Boyd Courtney. I wonder what he's doing here. <laughs> anyway, uh, you forget the rugby league's on. We got it quite early. The, we are going to be calling the game later on. Matty White has got the call. It's the Roosters taking on the Knights. But don't forget, you set the agenda. Have your say. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. You can text... 0457 736 736. There's been a real uh, theme as far as fathers and sons are concerned. Well, we're going to catch up with Rod Wishart. Did you play Rod Wishart? Play with Rod Wishart for Australia, bud? Yeah, was he? Um, his name, nickname is Fishhead. Was it? And guess what his wife's name is? Gil. <laughs> no. <laughs> True story. No. It is. There were, uh, it was always, remember you used to have massive thighs? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and it was a bit of a funny thing going around there. But um, I, um, yeah. Just to watch his son play, I watched him in New South Wales Cup, and he's, he Good. got to start down in uh, the Melbourne Storm. Yeah. He's been fantastic. He was fantastic. Do you remember um, uh, what's the show with uh, Cameron Diaz in the hair? Meet my yes. something about Mary. Something about Mary, yes. right? And do you remember um, Julia Gulia? Yeah. Was that in that show? or Was that wedding singer Julia Gulia? <laughs> anyway, I played with the great Benny Galea, yeah. and childhood sweethearts. He married Julia, Julia Galea. Lovely. Lovely people. Wow. Lo- lovely, lovely people. That's a great that's a great segue. I he was my um he was right in the middle of my footy era when I was growing up with Hart, playing for the Steelers, yeah. kicking him from the sideline in the in the in the white shorts and what a player. And I think the Dragons let the sun go, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, like ha- happened so many times, <laughs> the storm go, We'll take him yeah. and we'll turn him into a champion. What do you what would you feel like as a club? Like you, you sort of haven't really rated a play because you let him go. And then the suitor is the Melbourne Storm. Is that when oh. you start to go, oh, no, what have we done? It's kind of like when you break up with a girl and you think, yeah. you know, I, I might upgrade I here. I yeah. might upgrade here. I don't know. It's all right. It's yeah. it's not the most exciting thing. And then a year later, she's with some kind of stallion. <laughs> she looks unbelievable. And you're yeah. like, oh, could have hung around. <laughs> Brendan Cow, Mark Carroll. But I think, Joel, you spoke about the start in regards to father-son. So we've got Wishart and his son. Mm. Also about Sean Garlic's son, yeah. Jack. Um, Bronson's yeah. gone down there. Yeah. He's oh, been, he's, he's gone to the Melbourne yeah, Storm. he's gone to the Melbourne Storm as wow. well. So he's been given an opportunity. And as I said, I was about to wish his son before he went down there. Mate, you got to, you know, when they say go and dig some trenches, you mm. ask how many. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a uh, Cooper Johns is another uh, son down there. Yeah. As far, so they do like that. They like the pedigrees, don't they? As we see the warm-up happening for the NRLW. It's been a smash hit to start the season. It's the This is a desperate affair. I believe both teams are winless, which is the Newcastle Knights taking on the Roosters. So the loser of this is probably Tata Tatiana. It's a big, big game. That'll kick off in about half an hour or so. The Roosters versus the uh, Newcastle Knights. Corbin Baxter is back, the captain of the Roosters. So there's a big inclusion there. Hey, boys, what have you been up to over the summer? Um, mate, I've been working on a television show called The Twelve for Foxtel. Yep. Um, it's really nice as an actor to have a job over Christmas. <laughs> it's usually a very lonely couple of months. So are you still um, doing it now or it's all Yeah, done? I'm still doing it now. It's a courtroom drama. Sam Neill's in it, Brooke Satchwell, Kate Mulvaney in it. And it follows a, a murder, yep. um, an auntie allegedly murdering a niece. Um, but it, it, it's more in, interested in the jury. Yes. And I'm one of the jurors. Play Gary Thorne, who's a bit of a dodgy bastard. Um, just to add to my lexicon of dodgy Australian bastards that I played through <laughs> through history. Um, but I've been doing that, mate, and just and um, hanging out for the rugby league season, and and it's bittersweet for me because I'm none from three in the tips, and my you know I'm so excited to hear, but and my, my Sharkies got beaten by Ricky Stewart's team last <laughs> night, which just that's even worse than seeing the X do yeah, it better yeah, a year yeah, later. Yes. Is losing to Ricky Stewart's team. What you know? about the end of that game, Ikevalu? It was one of those scenarios where you had to lean on the referee because 
No one, you could get all the forensics you could possibly find, but no one in this planet, of the 8 billion people on this planet, no one will ever know whether Ikevalu scored that try. Yeah, there's blade. four blades of grass that could tell you, yeah. and the, but they can't, technology can't ask them to speak <laughs> That's yet. It. But only a matter of time, I think, till the bunker's in, in chats with the grass, <laughs> yeah. and the grass now has a voice. But um, right, they should right, have just given it to him and then and then looked to the kick from the corner. Yeah, that's what I thought. And just that was go, let's make it. a game yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I thought. Or either maybe change the ball so we put a snicker in it, like yeah. the cricket and the hands. And the, obviously yeah. if it hits that blade of grass. But, yeah, the off-season for me, Joel, was um, January's so hard in the gym game, especially with uh, when the new uh, sort of version of uh, Omicron come through. So yeah. that was pretty tough. But, as I said, my other love at the moment's um, playing in a band. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just with mates, um, we've got three ex-cricketers, Richard Chiqui, Mike Whitney, the great Mike Whitney, and, and Gavin Robinson, myself and Eric Grove Sr. Yeah. Yes. And two real musicians, a bloke called Steve Bowby. He is a phenomenon. He, he just wants to play the bass now. So Does he? And listen to all the stories. And a bloke called Andrew Dawson, and we're called True Sports. Do you have a few quiet ones while you're doing it? We have a couple of beers here and there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. A couple of them are off the gear as well. Yeah. Uh, off the drink. Off yeah. the gear. Are you are <laughs> no, on there? No, no, you're right on the gear. I like having a couple of beers. But it's just... It's that kind of band, is it? <laughs> but we did a, uh, we did a gig up. up at Hardy's Bay um, four weeks ago. Mm. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, just to see the people in the crowd... Their eyes are like buttons. They're thinking, geez, these blokes sound okay. Yeah. Not, not blowing wind on my uh, No, you can, I mean, you can play. I've had a few jams with you over the years. We played on the League Lounge once. I think we, we did. did a wild Remember thing that? with the harmonic. That was outstanding. Yeah. And every now and again, when when Spud's training in his gym, yeah. he just turns up and gives you a rendition yeah, well, of a classic. Well, that's one of the things we do at the, at the gym. If it's your birthday, you get a birthday yeah, song. Yeah, you get a um, birthday song. But also, what's back today, the rattler's back. Yeah. The rattler's back. I've really oh, missed yeah, it. I've oh, got yeah. three good it rattles. Yeah. The, uh, rattle the cage here. Yep. Um, but, you know, it's just good, you know, talking footy again. Yeah. Yeah. It, re- it really, it really, really is. And you're playing Bella Vista. Is that right, Spark? Bella Vista. You're Bella Vista. Bella Vista. Castle Hill? Uh, just near Blacktown. Bella just Vista. But Bella, yeah. Bella Vista Hotel. But... For anyone out there, it's, uh, we're, we're doing uh, 27th of uh, March, which is another two weeks. I can't wait. They postponed it last week. Remember when you're getting ready for the game of cricket on a Saturday morning and you wake up and it's pouring rain, you're just dirty on the world? That's how yeah. it was. Yeah. It was like someone took the toys out of my cot. Yeah. You're not playing today because it was too much water. Yeah. At a pub. Yeah. Please. You've got to, you've got to wonder, like, how is this? You, you, when you're going on a plane and you're passing all the clouds, Clouds don't look like they've got that much water in them. No. <laughs> but, like, where is all the water coming from in these very fluffy, light things? Yes, yes. Like, I just like, you know when you, you've got the flu and the snot keeps coming out and you're like, it's physically impossible to have that much snot in my head. Yeah. And it's like that with the rain lately. Where is this rain factory? Well, what about, so we are up on level seven here at the yeah. SCG, right? We are up touching the clouds, basically. Yeah. And we've gone to the Brasco, right? Yeah. yeah. And... It's like it's flooded in there. We're about oh, 100 it's... metres up in the sky. <laughs> yeah. But I think it was, someone's been asked to clean the toilet, right? They've just come with a bucket of water. It's been flash <laughs> in, in your gut. It is Old absolutely school. soaked in there. Um, tell us about your projects. What's been happening? Oh, well, as you know, mate, I had the book out, the book out late October. How have um, the books plum. gone, boys? How's your book going? Still selling. Yeah, it's still selling. Penguin.com.au. Yep. At all good bookstores. Yeah, Plum's in all the good bookstores. You guys read my book, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I read the book, yeah. You took a little while. I hadn't, I hadn't, well, I hadn't read a book for years. Yeah. And it was, I was sort of towards the end of the holidays. I thought, you know what, I'll, I'll give it a read. And, mate, well done. Yeah, thank you. Was it, yeah. was it, did it, was it close to home? Was it yeah, very close to home. Yeah. Very close to home. Mm. And, and I, I reckon a lot of ex-footballers will resonate with the character Plum. 
Yeah. Yeah. Timmy Manners said, you know, similar sort of stuff. He goes, you know, have, have you spoken to many players afterwards? And I said, well, I spoke to many players before mm. because I didn't want to, you know, deal with this stuff and the culture mm. and the and the concussion stuff um, lightly because it's disrespectful. I wanted to know what was going on. Yeah. Um, but it's really lovely hearing, you know, because I know it's also a bit taboo because it's a really sensitive issue in your guys' game. You know what I mean? It's hard to talk about. Do you know you what? Know? To be honest with you, I actually it was I actually finished reading the book, and I've got two young boys. I've got two girls, and actually one of them's about to start playing tackle rugby league. But because it was so fresh after reading it, I actually said to my boys, and, and admittedly I was a sort of a fullback running type mm. of player, and it, yeah, I think it's those runner. it's those players who get whacked more. You'd run low yeah. and you get whacked all the time. The the people who make the tackles aren't as at risk to cop the knocks. It's right. the runner who gets it. And my boys play in positions which are more the playmaker role, mm. so different to me. But as soon as I finished reading the book, I said, boys, and I sort of was a bit delicate how I handled it. I said, oh, boys, it's good to do different things. Do you want to try something AFL this year? Do <laughs> yeah. something different? No, nah, no, nah, we don't want to do that. <laughs> and I went, oh, well, fair well, enough. Tried. <laughs> but, but, but I actually, mate, it was very um, daunting in many ways because I finished the book, Brendan, and I almost came to the conclusion that I'm, rightly or wrongly, in my own head, I'm fairly certain that I'm going to have that condition, right, down the track. Oh, right. But I, I don't hold that against the game or anyone else. I, I, the game owes me nothing. I, I signed up to play the game, yep. and, and I love the game. Um, but I do, after reading that book, it, it made me very aware that I, I think that I'll be dealing with those problems down the track. Yeah, I, I found with the book... Um I didn't read the book. I, I haven't got enough patience <laughs> to read a book. So I got yeah. the audio book. Oh, right. The audio book is next level. Is that it you? Really, are you doing it, the audio yeah, book? Yeah, I, I read the book. So I, I read all the characters and yeah, the narration. And yeah, and Spud, Spud change, gave me a call when he yeah. finished it. It was really lovely. To change it up and, and listen to the audio book, I, I put it on every night to go to sleep. I don't know if it's uh, your voice or whatever. It might be the stories. <laughs> put me yeah. to sleep. <laughs> yeah, you put it on for 10, 15 minutes. But. Um, my book Spud. I also had uh, Wayne Blair, who's a yeah. another great actor. He did he your did audio, he, yeah, audio. But you don't realise until I've I've done a chapter. Monique, my wife, does a chapter. You don't realise how hard it is to do a chapter. Yeah, and you have got oh, to yeah. read it and put it. And the way they do it, they up and down here and up and down. The, the energy level, and it was just absolutely brilliant. And um, I, I love what he uh, said. And I actually got a little bit of a mention. I, I've got the bit yeah. of a tear in the eye when I heard my yeah. name, and I'm thinking. As you as as you are, Joel, I worry about the young kids coming through. We we watched um the other day a manly guy um who went off he, he went off, he came off the replacement, put his head in the wrong way. It mm. happens in yeah, rugby happens. league and knocked him out straight out. These young kids, I just think, mate, wear the gear, put the headgear every yeah. the league what they should do is they should go and give a kid everyone has a headgear. Change them all different colours, make a pink, whatever. Because mm. the, the the real good players in their game, and we talk about Callum Ponga, where's the headgear? I want to look like yeah. Callum Pong. Okay, you know what I think they've got to bring back, Spud? This is, like, and I'm thinking from a dad point of view, is I think this alone would dramatically help it. Once you come off the field, you're off. Remember the old days? Oh, that was the rule. So yeah, because, because it slows it. the game down these days. We've got eight interchange, right? But yeah. That's it, why it, Steve Roach couldn't get back on, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But the game right. today is designed mm. for brutality, speed, power, it speed, is. power, right? But if you're a starting player... And you're off, right? You're off. Mm. Josh Papali is off. He doesn't come back on the field again, you know? I, I think it's got to be, and it brings a little man back into the game, yeah. and you lose that, a little bit of that intense yeah, intensity. It's a really interesting point. What do you think about that? No, I think it's an excellent, I think it's an excellent consideration. And 
Um, like we're here at the Roosters home ground today for the temporary home ground, and that's probably the club I think that's led the way yeah. the best instead of going, we're not hesitating, they're out. I don't yeah. care if it cost us a semi-final. We care more about the gentleman yep. in our club than we do about the score, and, and that kind of stuff is the start. But the book Plum also deals with what you guys have faced is like what do you do after footy when yeah. you're given footy 30 straight years of your life, mm. physically, no. mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and so is your family. What do you do then with your body? What do you do then with your mind? What do you do with your relationships? And even when you have got, you know, these concussion elements and these syndromes that are delayed um, impacts, how do you stay healthy like with Spud's gym? How do you keep communicating, reading books, staying physical and, and, and having a second go at life? Because what you do after footy is going to put you in more danger in correlation with the concussion stuff. Keep your text messages coming through. 0457 736 736, bud. Uh, it was quite amazing. Um, you know, I look at my life, Brendan. Um, when I finished rugby league, I retired at the age of 32. And um, I, my dad always made me work. I was selling office stationery. I'd put a bag of fruit on, go and annoy a few people. But you just don't know what you want to do. And mm. I just think, I've got That's to thank right. Russell Crowe for that. Um, those times I actually played rugby league again at the age of 36, I needed closure. Um, I retired. I didn't want to retire but due to a foot injury. I ended up playing rugby league again. Then I ended up working with Russell. And he writes in the book that he could see that I had no sort of vision what I wanted to do. And, he, yeah. and it was his vision. I've got my gym, Spud's gym. Yep. Um, he's seen what I could do when I was on set at Cinderella. Man, 150 people there. And you know what the game's like, man. I just couldn't tape, tape myself. I just took, grabbed the whole lot. Every day I just took it upon myself. And Russell said, mate, I've seen you work at 150 people. Should open up your own gym. Mm. His vision has been incredible. I've been going 17 years. Do you know what you often hear, right? And, and, and to be honest, it's complete garbage because I've seen it firsthand. I, I have seen firsthand how much the National Rugby League do for their employees being the players, right? They, they do so much for them, mm. courses, etc. And people will throw out loose comments. They don't do enough for the players. They do far more for their employers than any other people. Uh, you know, I've worked in banks and things like that. They do far more for them. It's ultimately up to the parents and the players to look ahead to life after football. It's not a surprise. We, we know that if you start playing rugby league, just about at best, if you get to your 30s, you're flying. But most won't. And, and so it's not up to the National Rugby League to make sure that their life's going to be great after football. Mm. It's up to them. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Rocky's on the text line. G'day, Spud. Love listening to you because I often disagree. And uh, I can sigh sometimes and disagree, but you're spot on re-head knocks. We need to get serious in league. Love Brennan's book as well. Rocky from Gosford. Cheers, Rocky. Thanks, Rocky. Just watching the skill level of some of these girls out there, Joel. If we, um, I know it's hard talking on radio, but yeah. tell you what, you know, to see these girls live, what they do, they, they do all the same drills that rugby league player does. Yep. But I tell you, they, they're very, like even some of the high balls, like they're doing torpedoes and they're still catching them. They get fantastic to watch. I, I would not want to run at any of the women out on no, that park. No. Like, seriously, they yeah. are proper athletes. They're mm. big, they're, they're strong. And I really like the kind of old-school footy they play, the driving tackles and the ball movement. It's um, spectacular stuff. And I think it's commendable to the NRL to have the double-header today, yeah. you know, to kind of bring the two, the men and the women's games together, and hopefully there'll be more of it. Mm. Uh, tomorrow's a double-header as well, and uh, our team at SEN will be there. It's the Gold Coast take of the Parramatta Eels and both the men and the women's in the National Rugby League. But you're quite right, boys. Uh, remember when... Ronda Rousey burst onto the scene. Yeah. And this, she was like this phenomenon, you know. Yeah, and then, yeah. and then within about five years, 
there was about 100 girls who would have easily beaten Ronda Rousey, and it's the mm. pipeline. Because when Ronda Rousey was coming through, there wasn't a lot of people doing what she was doing. and mm. So so far easier for her to be the very best. Mm. And all of a sudden, people start to come through and start to do it. And that's what you're seeing in this game here, the NRLW, mm. where so many young girls now, there's no stigma around dancing if you're a boy or playing rugby league if you're a girl. And there's so many kids doing it. My girls both do it. Um, all their girlfriends do it. And they're all very girly, girly types. Mm. And that's why I think we're seeing uh, such an improvement in the game. And it'll only continue to go up that trajectory. Look, back in the day when this competition started, the idea of one of the women kicking a goal from the sideline, it just wouldn't happen. Yeah. Now you're seeing it all the time. Yeah, and do you know what that means? That now that women's rugby league is on the rise, there should be male cheerleaders. There you go. You know what I mean? Yeah. We need to kind of yeah. equal all things up. Yeah. We've got 12 dancers over yeah. there. I don't see any blokes. No. Yeah. Let's get get some blokes dancing, yep. some blokes cheerleading. Yep. Let's get gender equality across Bruh. the bar. Yes, I agree. Hey, boys, just on this too and why this is so important, and some people will say, oh, it's not making a lot of money at this stage. It's not just about that because people like my daughters, for example, and their mates – they are now loving rugby league because they're watching through this NRLW. Mm. So what happens in 10 years' time, you've got far more females turning up in the crowd. You, you almost double the audience coming through. So that's why the National Rugby League for the women is so very, very important. I think it's only going to grow. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Roland's there from Penrith. G'day, Roland. Hey, Joel. Hey, I'm Spud. Brendan. Hey, mate. How are you? G'day, Joel. Joel, you're talking about concussions and head mocks, and I was just mm. thinking about what you're talking about in the old days. And, you know, Spud, you, you're a little bit younger than me, but I'm 59, and, you know, I, I remember seeing you guys going for it. I was just saying to Alex there when I rang in, I was watching the front bar on Thursday night on Channel 7. Um, or it might have been Wednesday night. And um, they, they <clears throat> had Jeff Fennick on. And I've got to tell you, wow, you know, to see him at his age being interviewed now, um, and you can see an old boxer with the concussion, um, whether he wants to deny it or not. But, yeah, you can actually see the effect it had on the way he spoke and interacted in the interview. He still did a good job, but you can actually see the after effects. And it was, you know, as I say, you know, pretty sad. And I don't want to see that happen to you, Joel, because I enjoy you on a, every afternoon. So don't go down that track, please. No, mate, I, I appreciate that, Roland, but I, it is a reality, I think. You know, we can't undo what's what's happened in the past, bud. But, uh, but as I said, I've got no regrets about it. Yeah, well, it's the, the way I played and the way I, the year I came through was um, it was a badge of honour not to go off. It was just one of those crazy things. I was more worried about my dad jumping the fence and kicking me up the <laughs> ass and saying, get up, get up. But um, the thing about concussions, Joel, they stay in your body. Yeah. I, I know I've got them in my body and... How how that comes about is you know you, you do something silly at the gym and I remember I was training the uh, the Waratahs and um, there's some big men who in play rugby union and we're doing boxing just poundage work so what that means put 16 ounce gloves on hitting each other as hard as you want yeah. for six punches then it's his turn blah 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 no headshots but really big hits and I remember I got a little bit confident about myself and yeah. um, I can't think of the guy's name he's about six foot ten. Um, and I was just kept walking towards him. I said, you've got nothing. And he just going bang, 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 bang on my chest. And my whole body went into a shutter mode. Yeah. as if they go, dut, 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 dut. And I shook my head. And I was right to go. And he goes, you're okay? I said, I'm okay. But they stay in your body. Yeah. It's quite incredible. The deja vu effect. I remember, you know, looking down here, the, the games I used to run in with the Chief, I knew what was going to happen. A couple of times I went a bit too low and he... And he he dropped me. Yeah. I remember trying to get up, and my head felt like 30 kilo. I kept falling down, up and down, up and down. But it was just the uh, – see, you've been brought up. 
You know what, um, Roland? I remember three vividly. I was 15 playing for Port Macquarie at Warhope, and I got ironed out, and I, I was just sick the whole day. I'd, I'll never forget how I was so out of it. Another time was at Leichhardt Oval, where I won't name the person. I'll probably never name the person, actually. It was the biggest dog shot where I'd turned my head, and they whacked me on the temple yeah. to the point where the coach at the time kicked the player immediately out of the club. Yeah. It was such a dog shot. But my wife was pregnant at the time mm. with our first, and the boys were mucking around saying, oh, you're having twins. And I didn't even know my wife was pregnant at that time yeah. with that concussion. Well. Uh, the third time was at Shark Park. We were playing at Shark Park, and I'd been ironed out on the halfway line. We went on to score in the corner, and it was my job to have the kick. And I vividly remember being at Shark Park, sort of dazed going over to the kick, and I knew that I was a 0% chance of making the kick, but I just didn't want to embarrass wow. myself. I, I was just so conscious to try and just kick the ball and make it look close. Oh, wow. um, so, Roland, and I'm not the only one of those stories. There's a million people with those stories. And, and having many concussions, as Spud says, it's just going to stay in your body, isn't it, Spud? I do. And have you been checked recently? Well, I actually went to a... I, I, I wasn't as aware of, mm. of the whole thing. So I actually booked in to see a brain guy about CTE. But you can't actually no. find anything on that until you're not you're around anymore. <laughs> That's so, right. Yeah, yeah. So, but, um, yeah, that, and the, a lot of the stuff, like there's those big hits that you guys talk about. But there's, you know, they say you've probably got a couple of hundred in there before you even go professional because there's just those impacts of those... Those, those little tackles, yeah. and like you were saying, yeah. getting hit in the chest. All those little jolts that, that just rock your head. of your brain Because your head. the brain is just this organ in a yeah. jar, you know, and you think you're just rattling one. this little organ in a jar. And, you know, if you've fallen off your, if, off your dad's shoulders when you were young or you've run into a, a drawer or, yeah. you know, you've been in a crash where your head's just gone forward and back, those little moments, yeah. they're all little concussions and they all add up as well. And yet then, of course, there is the huge ones that, you know, t- take time out. Um, but you can combat that by challenging your brain, you know, by reading, by, you know, monitoring yeah. your drinking and not throwing worse poisons on it every yeah. day yeah. And, and sitting there and relaxing into your body and, and stuff like that, staying fit, using your brain, challenging yourself, picking up new hobbies, communicating with other men, other men who've played footy, all that stuff, which is what the book's about, you can really combat it in after football, yeah. you know what I mean, and give it a good go. It's just then... When you rest back and go, oh, no, I'm in trouble, that's when it's going to get worse. Yeah, I think um, the biggest thing out of your book was um, go and speak to him. You know, if you're going to speak to someone about it, yeah. ask them, you know, is your mate okay? Are you okay, mate? You feeling yeah. okay? Because a lot of people go inside themselves. I know like myself and the poor, poor Harrigan. Now, now and then we'd ring each other and see how we're going. Yeah. People think, mate, you guys used to hate each other. But mm. when I was playing footy, yes. Yeah. But now, life after footy, we've got a legacy. People still talk about collisions. Yeah. 25 years ago. Yeah. But it brought a, it brought a smile to their face. Yeah. You know? I mean, but I... you guys collided out of respect for each other because you went, that is the other toughest guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you didn't run at a guy you could run over. You yeah. ran at the other head dot, the big yeah. king of the other side. Yeah. Head of the snake. It was only because you knew the chief was, you know, just as good as you and tough as you. Yeah. You could run at him. What do you make of all of that, Roland? Yeah, look, guys, I, I totally, and, and I, I feel for you, all of you, um, but, you know, and I agree with you, Joel. I think the one thing the NRL has to do is actually reconsider the uh, replacement rules, you know I mean, and bring back some of that stuff. Even if they bring it down to four interchanges, it'll really bring back the fatigue factor of the game, which, you know, I've often heard it. But, Spud, on that concussion thing, I don't know, <clears throat> I've heard Tunksy talk about it, Peter Tunks, and he believes that the headgear has actually no uh, help at all. 
Um, and yet I do know junior footy when my young bloke was playing, I think right up to under 14s or 15s, I think, that was mandatory they had to wear it. Um, so I don't know where, what, the, what the real thing is about that head. Yeah, I've read so many different sides of it. And I'm with you, Spud. I reckon you should wear it. But anyway. Yeah, well, well the reason, so. Roland, why I started wearing headgear, I got graded when I was 19. Um, I mean, back then was what they call under 23s. But when you were playing under 23s, if you were for first grade and you were coming back and get a little bit of uh, condition, they put you in under 23s. So you, you button heads with bloody Stan Jurd yeah, from yeah. used to be Parramatta. And I remember I, I was getting concussed quite a bit. So then I started wearing a, a headgear mainly just for confidence. Yeah. You know, it was it was confidence thing. You're putting your head in the wrong way, which we've seen on the on the weekend. The manly play going straight down. If you put your head in someone's hip, it's going to hurt. You're yeah. going to get knocked out. As we said, Brendan said, your, your brain's just in there in a, in a little ball going side to side. So um, for me personally, for the, especially young kids out there, up to the age of 17, right, give them a higgy. It's just a, it's better for their confidence. Is it going to stop getting concussions? Probably not, but it just gets their head in the right way and, uh, and, and, and help them off a little bit. Hey, Roland, we've got to go. We've got to hit the break, mate. We appreciate your call. Uh, we take your calls after the break, by the way. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. You have a good day, Roland. He's gone. He's gone. Uh, text line 0457736736. We'll catch up on some of those uh, after that. Uh, this is Crunch Time. All thanks to Asuzu. We have got the great Spud Carroll here. Brendan Cowell. I'm Joel Kane. A break and back with plenty more. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.